We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fact-checking Governor Newsom's claims ahead of his unusual debate with Ron DeSantis. He'd really be better off not comparing... California's success with addressing homelessness with Florida's because it's not even close. It's November 28th. This is the L.A. Local, sponsored by the L.A. Car Guy family of dealerships. Really happy to have them on board with us going forward. I'm Alex Silverman. Also coming up on the show, we hear from a survivor of the October 7th Hamas attack. All I can think of is that the next bullet's going to be to my head and I'm going to die. But first... It's rare that we can say a story we do here affects 600,000-plus people directly. In this case, even more than that, those 600,000 people who live in rent-controlled apartments in L.A. and all their landlords are still in limbo about how much the rent can go up next year. Craig Figner's in our City Hall Bureau. And, and Craig, we thought we had today what could be a compromise, uh, but it turned out it didn't work, right? Well, and quite by surprise, yes, indeed, this is a compromise because this has been bouncing around Los Angeles City Hall for months now. Landlords in the city of Los Angeles who who have rent-stabilized housing, they wanted to be able to raise the rent uh, starting in February as much as 7%. And there were voices on the city council, in fact, the loudest among them, Councilmember Hugo Soto-Martinez, saying, no, we need to continue the rent freeze, we need to study this. We landed on a 4% if you don't pay for utilities and if the... The utilities are paid by your landlord, then it could be an additional 2%. You know, I can't help but observe, you know, this is a moment where you you compromised uh, on an issue where you where you had a very strong opinion previously. Yeah, if, you know, I wanted zero, but, uh, you know, it's uh, there's 15 people, there's 15 minds. He thought this would pass. It didn't. Uh, it needed a unanimous vote, two no votes from council members Park and Lee, John Lee. So it'll come back December 5th, and then it just needs eight votes to pass. But, you know, people change change minds things can happen so okay so it's, it needed to be unanimous today but when they come back it only needs eight votes this is the part of city government that you know people just throw up their hands and say i don't understand well, let me explain that. Let me explain that because it's a great it's a great thing to understand. So if, if something is an ordinance, which means it's a local city law, a, a, a local city law, a new one or a change in existing law requires at least at the first attempt, uh, a unanimous vote of the L.A. City Council. And then if they don't get it, then it can come back for what they call a second reading. And then it needs just eight votes. It's, it's that way to by purpose to give council members time to think and debate and make sure they're sure of their vote because they are voting on something that enacts or changes existing city law. So this is why we have you there at City Hall, to explain things like that to us. We appreciate it. Good to be here. Another thing that came out of City Hall today was a potential new law that might require permits if you're going to list your home on Airbnb in the city of L.A. We know some cities in our area, like Santa Monica and West Hollywood, ban it entirely, but it's kind of in the Wild West in L.A., maybe not for much longer. 
Seems almost a certainty that in the near future in Los Angeles, people who operate Airbnbs will have to get some type of a permit, maybe from LAPD, to ensure that they're being responsible operators of their rental properties. Councilmember Tracy Park supports the idea of some type of a permitting process to avoid the kinds of trouble that's been associated with what have been described as Airbnb party houses. I think this would apply to all operators of short-term rentals and that this is intended to be something that is simple and accessible, not a regulatory barrier for good operators. Any thoughts on what the permit would cost? At the end of the day, it's going to need to be based on a fee study. Okay, so undetermined. Undetermined at this point. So a lot to come on that, but a lot of people renting out their homes without really any regulation around it now. Uh, So that would be a big change. With his debate against Ron DeSantis fast approaching Thursday night, Probably not a coincidence that Governor Newsom took today to brag about gains his administration is making. He says it's making in cleaning up homeless encampments. Our Charles Feldman is here with the Union Rescue Mission's Andy Bales with a bit of a reality check on those claims. I think it's probably healthy for people to take what any politician says with a large uh, grain of salt. So let's uh, hold that standard up to Governor Newsom's claim that since he's been in office... Over 23,000 homeless people have been taken off the streets. Does that jibe with anything that you know, any actual data that you have seen? It may, and that would be in cooperation with uh, local officials like Mayor Karen Bass and others who've stepped up their efforts. But the problem is, has he added up how many people have fallen into homelessness during that time? And he'd really be better off not comparing California's success with addressing homelessness with Florida's because it's not even close. Biggest homeless issue is in Miami with 3,800 people experiencing homelessness, 608 on the streets in the latest count. We have 70,000 people in L.A. devastated by homelessness, 50,000 on the streets and It's only gotten worse. And that debate is Thursday evening on Fox News, and we will for sure be talking about it on KNX News and here on the L.A. Local uh, Thursday evening and then Friday morning. Today, a man who survived the October 7th Hamas terror attack met with a Holocaust survivor at the Ronald Reagan Library. Our Emily Valdez was there as they both shared their stories. On the morning of October 7th, 26-year-old Ariel Ein Ben and his friends were camping in Israel on a beach north of Gaza when they were woken up by bombs dropping around them. I looked at the sea and I saw three boats coming at our direction. And the boats were Hamas terrorists and they shot at us and they shot hundreds of rounds at our direction. And it was like in the movies, when the, the bullets hit the sand, the sand pops up, and we were all running for our lives, and the sand was just dancing and moving all around from the bullets. For the next two hours, Ariel and his friends ran and drove and ran again as Hamas terrorists repeatedly ambushed and shot at them. Some of his friends were injured. One of them died. 95-year-old Holocaust survivor David Lenga said Ariel's story is eerily similar to what happened to him at age 11 when the Nazis attacked Poland. We are witnessing that our best efforts not to let it happen again and have established that firm belief that we will never let it happen again. It did happen again. And that is why I feel such a common kinship with this young man. 
There is an exhibit about Auschwitz at the Reagan Library that runs through the end of January. And finally, Metro is saying it saw another surge in people getting on buses and trains last month, up about 12 percent across the system in October. Rick Jagger, Metro spokesman, says they expect even better numbers for this month because of the 10 freeway closure. We asked if this is some sort of tipping point where a lot of people make the real switch away from being in their cars onto Metro. He says, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I think it'll be a gradual growth. We've seen growth over the last 11 months consecutively. We hope that trend will continue. You have to keep in mind that there are a lot of empty office spaces through the downtown area because of the pandemic that hit and people have not returned to in-office work, which decreases the amount of people that normally would take public transit or use our rail system to get to their offices and the like. Yeah, ridership numbers are still about 20% below the 2019 levels before the pandemic. And that is the L.A. Local for November 28th. Again, we're sponsored by the L.A. Car Guy family of dealerships. So happy to have them here with us on the L.A. Local as we grow the show. 13 dealerships across the L.A. area. Audi, Genesis, Honda, Hyundai, Lexus, Porsche, Subaru, Toyota, Volkswagen, anything you need. And they've got their Black Friday sales event happening now. So check that out. Check out anything happening in the L.A. area, 97.1 FM. In uh, If you're in the area, ask your smart speaker anywhere to play KNX News or uh, get the Odyssey app and search KNX News. Any feedback for us, L.A. Local at KNXNews.com. And you can always uh, follow the show on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating and review there. We would really, really appreciate it. We'll be back with another one tomorrow. I'm Alex Silverman. See ya. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.